Are you tired of the same old podcasts? Looking for something fresh and exciting? Are you ready to dive into a world of laughter, stories, and unforgettable conversations? Well, look no further. Introducing the Not After 30 Podcast Network, your ultimate destination for captivating and entertaining shows. Get ready to be hooked. Podcasts about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. We're a network that's all about bringing you the best in entertainment, information, and pure podcasting joy. With a wide variety of shows, there's something for you. NA30 Podcast, Wow, I Had Mustard Podcast, The Blue Jays Edition, The Leafs Edition, Show Us Your TDs, Nobody Gives a Fuck, Milk and Cookies, and newly added, What's on Your Plate? All available on one awesome feed. Recorded at the new, new Billy Shears Podcast Studio, Milton, Ontario, Canada. The Not After 30 Podcast Network, your one-stop destination for captivating, entertaining, and unforgettable podcasts. Get ready to hit that play button and let the adventure begin. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. All right, ready to do this, son of a bitch? Let's go. Cheers, buddy. Welcome Cheers, back. brother. It's been a long time. It's been way too long. Well, What's up, nice. Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? I have a special one for you. Long-time friend of the podcast, international referee, and champion of the 2022-23 Not After 30 Best in the nation, hockey pool, Mr. Brad Myers. I was going to say you almost left out the most important part, and that's the fact that I'm sitting here with this beautiful orange belt around my waist. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolute champion domination. I think I won by, what, three points or something like two that? Two points. Yeah. beat me by two points. Uh, it is my second second place of the season. Yeah, always the bridesmaid, eh? Always fucking bridesmaid, man. <laughs> I'm never getting lucky. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. I remembered about your pool like the day of the playoffs starting, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta get in!" <laughs> and I just off the top of my head made picks. You know, I really thought we were gonna get Vegas in the finals. So I, I they looked so good all season. I agree. And when I saw the the leaderboard, I was like, "There's no way I'm winning this." <laughs> like I didn't even put any thought into these picks, and then you know, it, it's here we wild. Are. I put I put in two picks every year, and my two picks are always like one, you know, like Galaxy Brain. This yeah, who is it? And then it's and then my second bracket's always like gut picks, and I think this is a third season in a row. My gut pick has been better than my galaxy brain. pick. Holy, okay, yeah, so, so you got to stop doing the galaxy. Uh, yeah, brain. you're obviously not smart. Doing, yeah, <laughs> obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, I want to break that that down a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the hockey pool. Like, what is your train of thought behind everything? Like, I, I feel the same way. I, I feel like it was Vegas's year because you're kind of quiet. They had the upsetting season last season. Yeah, they got rid of some names, and you know, and it was unapologetic about it. I think I was the the only person to pick Seattle going over on on Colorado in the first no, round. No, I had I had I had that. We had very similar picks. Actually. Yeah, and it was like for some reason I just felt it. I, I didn't think Colorado. I think they were beat up, and I think McKinnon was out. Right? Is it McKinnon or is it Landeskog? Yeah. And it was like that's ah, a big one to lose. So I figured Seattle looked good all year, and let's ride them and see what happens and then i i had the west finals as vegas and seattle and i thought that would have been a nice little storyline there okay we so we had um we both had boston i'm sorry uh you had boston i, had, I took florida in my uh, bracket i ended up going all the way we both took the leafs we both took carolina you had uh the rangers i had the rangers you took seattle i took seattle in my first bracket not my second bracket um you had dallas i had minnesota we both had Vegas, Edmonton. Um, actually, in that bracket took LA because I I've just felt like there was going to be an upset. I thought that Edmonton did have goaltending, yeah, which they didn't. But you know, they outscored. They could them. just score too many goals. That's the problem. <laughs> that, that's it. Uh, we both had the Leafs in the semis. Uh, then moving on, this is where we really started to pull away from the pack, which was the second bracket in the East semis. We both took Carolina. We both lost out. We both took Seattle in the second round. 
Uh, then moving on, we both took Vegas in the semis in the West. Yeah. Uh, of course, Eastern Conference Final was a total fuck. Nobody got any no, chance. No, yeah. not a chance. We both had Vegas uh, coming out of the West, and then we both had Vegas in the finals. I had them in six. You had them in seven games. Uh, as a tiebreaker, I was kind of curious where this was going to go. You took 109 goals. Yeah, so little. That yeah. was just a number off the top of my head. I, I didn't even think about it. I took 300 because last year I think it was 310. Was it closest without going over? Was it Price's yeah, Rights Rules? Price's Rights Rules, yeah, so... It would have been interesting. Our points were so close. Do we know how many goals actually got scored? Because that last game, there was like 109. Yeah. Well, that last game, I think Florida was just too beaten up. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, Florida, like, who knew? How does Kachuk play that game with a broken sternum, by the way? I don't think I don't think it's... I don't think it's that bad. I think fucking Paul Maurice just loves a camera. Yeah, yeah, you could be right. But <laughs> the the sound of having a broken sternum sounds just awful. Yeah, I don't even know how that pain would feel, to be honest. Well, I strained my sternum once, and I couldn't breathe for a week. Okay, so... And then, I can't imagine anything worse than that. Yeah, so. right? So, yeah, it is pretty bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that the playoffs this year were pretty exciting, considering all numbers were up across the board were down. Yeah. Uh, which blows my mind. But if they want the ratings to be high, I don't know. Regular to the Leafs can get to the cup Let's final. Let's go. Yeah. Right? Let's like, go. If you want it's the only way it's going to happen. When the TV deal is up, that is the year that the Leafs are going to win the cup. Of course it is. Yeah. So just like stay tuned to that and place your bets. How many out. more years we got? Uh, I think five. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. So Austin Matthews <laughs> may not be a Leaf. Yeah, exactly. Mitch Marner will not be a Leaf. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Marner's going to stay. I think the whole core is going to stay and we're going to run it back and it's going to be heartbreak all over again. I think you're right. I think um, Tree Living is going to, he's going to kind of see what he has. He has to. I don't yeah. think you can make a plan without seeing it. I think mid-season, things might change. Mm-hmm, maybe. Um, but the problem is, if you don't trade Martyr in the next, what, three days, he uh, has a no move? Oh, I, uh, but why would you trade him? Like, if you trade him, you're just looking for another Mitch Martyr. Well, maybe. You could get picks. You get defensemen. We, okay, we picks need aren't going to do anything. Uh, they might just be collateral. Well, you line. take that number one pick and you, your first round pick and you flip it for someone else. That way you get you know, three or four players making $6 million instead of one guy making... I, there's Twelve. A of, there's a lot of variables. Eleven. Isn't he like? Isn't he like uh, ten point five? Yeah, he's something like something that. Like he's that. an insane amount of money. And thirty-two, or what is it, ninety-three thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah. Because Doug Gilmore. Doug Gilmore, and he. And Austin got that much too, yeah, so Austin I need it. Number. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I think it's no. so silly. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, the only difference is, you know, thirty-four grand and ninety-four grand or ninety-three grand, is kind of the equivalent of having like. One a Marley backup goaltender instead of if that e- yeah 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 although the e bug story I love I love you seen those like those varsity guys I like it except for the Carolina story that one that was painful you know, David David Ayers <laughs> yeah. fucking guy plays for the Leafs and then beats the Leafs yeah yeah that was a tough one oh Carolina played incredible defense that yes game so yeah it, it was still the the memes of losing to a Zamboni driver yeah are yeah. not fun and no, never will be hurt. fun always yeah. hurt yeah yeah yeah. That will be the one that all Leaf haters will always rain down. And yeah, like why? And we that? deserve it for sure. Yeah, you can't, you yeah. can't score on the guy who's your backup practice goalie. Come yeah, on, like you, you should know, know, you know exactly you know him. Yeah. Exactly. But again, like I, I remember watching that game in disbelief the whole time, and then seeing, seeing the Leafs couldn't even penetrate the Carolina zone, and then taking a shot from basically the blue line. It's awful. Yeah. You're not going to score on that. It's not a chance. But they played team defense, and it's a great story. So yeah. I just wish happened to any other team but the Leafs. Yeah. If that was uh, Boston, ideally, mm. Boston ag- against the Coyotes, like, I just want the worst team possible. Yeah, yeah. Or Montreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any other team beating my, uh, Boston, I'll be happy. Or beating Montreal, too. You know? Montreal. As long as it wasn't the Leafs, it would have been my, outstanding. Who are your top... I, as a Leaf fan, I hate these teams. Like, give me your top three. They can be in order. It's got to be Boston, Montreal, Ottawa. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, I miss the Battle of Ontario when Ottawa was good and, and Toronto was good. Yeah, it hasn't been that It's got to come back, I think, but... This year, will, this upcoming season will be better. Yeah, Ottawa looks sweet. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the Brinkett Cat. I think they might lose him. I, th- I don't think he wants to be in Ottawa, to be honest. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Um, but yeah, I Boston is up there. I hate all Boston teams. But Boston... I don't. I don't even hate Montreal. I, I, you know what? I look at Montreal as like a second cousin. I don't really like, but don't really know either. <laughs> That's they're fair. Just, yeah, yeah, okay. They're, like, they're there. I know. like that. I, don't even I just them. don't like Montreal because they get a Formula One race. They get. Oh, oh you don't like the city? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, I like the city. I just can't stand. I can't. Even like if the Expos were to come back, I think I like the Expos. Really? Yeah, I think so. What if they were in the same division as the Jays? You'd still like the Expos? Oh, that definitely wouldn't happen. But it would happen though because they'd rejig. I think. You think so? They yeah, would yeah. be a National League team. I don't think so. It doesn't matter. You'd have right? to have that rivalry. I think the National League, American League. 
is that whole thing is bullshit. It doesn't matter anymore. Anyway, doesn't matter anymore. No. The, now you know what the difference is. Can you play in the heat or not? Because most of the National League teams are in the South. Yeah, and so. you know what? This is kind of off topic, but do you remember when The Rock was talking about merging the XFL with the CFL? Well, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I know a lot about that. That wasn't really. It was a conversation. That was so I think it should have happened, and I think they should have done baseball rules. When the CFL teams play in the states, you play four downs NFL or XFL rules, and when the XFL teams come to Canada and play in the CFL leagues, they play CFL rules. I think that would have yeah. been. Real fun. Really good idea. I like that idea. Yeah. So they were they were had they had talked about possibly doing a north division, and then the, then they'd have the XFLs south or east east or west or south and north or yeah or whatever. But well, that would have been cool. Yeah, I think it would be nice too. I'd just like an XFL team. Okay, XFL. I think the expansion in the, in the XFL happens year five if they do do it. I don't think it makes it to year five, to be honest. I'm telling you, man, it, it is. The number, all the, the attendance records were pretty good. Yeah, especially in St. Louis. That was wild. My team, the Battlehawks. Mine too. To, you like the, you're the Battlehawks? Battlehawks, oh, for sure. Best nice. name in the league. Easily. In our XFL pool that we had this year, we had like, the Battlehawks were the name. Amazing. We fucking everybody. Uh, we did get <laughs> fucked in the end. But, that sucks. Uh, yeah, behind you is one of two, only up high on the shelf, uh, is one of two... Oh, I see Known Battlehawks bobbleheads. That's sweet. Yeah. So those Where's the other one? The guy who made it, he thought the helmet, he didn't even know anything about the, the uh, Battlehawks. He basically like, this is actually a really cool helmet, and he made one for himself. So sweet. It's one of two. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think the XFL was a great idea, and I think, I think it will get better. Like I said, they already did the rookie draft. Yeah, I, and I think it's going to be onward and upward. I mean, if you've already sunk $60 million into it, you're not cutting your losses. $60 million is nothing to start a professional league. No, it's, right? that's good. Yeah, it's easy. You should, I'm sure their projections were like, we're going to lose $100 million. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that um, at the end of the day, their uh, merchandise sales were huge. They yeah. a ton of money on that, and I, I think that, you're going to guarantee a loss at the beginning. For sure. You can't be expecting to turn profit in year one. And I think that's what the problem with the first XFL was, was they thought they were going to... second. Yeah. Well, the second one got fucked because of COVID. Right. I think that they would have been fine. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. They they look good. Like, they were doing well. And it was fun football. Yeah, fun football. And they were creeping up. You know, like, they were getting a little bit more popular every week. Excuse me. The, um... The TV numbers were getting better, too. The championship game, all the playoff games were all really good. So the quality of football is there. Yeah. It just it will eventually have more eyes. And you see, you saw that a ton of NFL fans started to merge over. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, when you're an NFL fan and that's the only sport you follow, you're starved for football. Exactly. For half the year. And if the, uh, the XFL can slide into those, the back half of the football, so the NFL season, and then just coast through, yeah. like, that's what the way they should do it. Their only competition is the USF. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, but nobody, <laughs> nobody watches that. And then it's a perfect balance between like it finishes right after the Super Bowl. And if you are someone who is an NFL and CFL fan, it doesn't even interfere with that. League. That's it. That's so it. You can watch football year round if you want to you now. Go. If you go NFL to February, XFL to when is it like late May? Yeah, it was um, late May, early Mother, June. It was Mother's Day. Yeah, the, the, so I, May, and then you have a month off, and CFL starts in June. Perfect. So you can watch football year round. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's it, I think alternative football. I think a lot of people. I'm gonna say I, I think the NFL is king. It, it pains me to say it, but I think enough people are looking for alternatives yeah. because they see the faults in the in the NFL. Of course, you know. So yeah, but the thing is, you're never going to compete with the NFL. Never. And to try and think that you're going to is insane. So you need to be the alternative, and you need to be. Willing to lose money, I and think I, is I the think biggest the, thing. The XFL knows that, and they don't have like a true partnership, but they actually put like a lot of shine on all the guys who get signed and yep. picked up, which is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little touch when you see XFL posts that so and so is going to be the third string quarterback for the exactly. Rams or something yeah. like that. I, yeah, I think that, I think that it makes it almost look like a partnership, even yeah, if and if, even if it's not, and yeah. if you want to be a feeder league or a feeder system to the the NFL, like there's no minor leagues for the NFL. Like, exactly. Who's to say three years down the line? They don't buy it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they say Hey, we viable. need this as a minor league system. Yeah, or, or just, you know, uh, development. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you, whatever you need out of it. Because I, I think every major sport has a development league except for the NFL. Yeah, you saw probably over the last five years that the, the G League actually become, like, viable itself, yeah. too. Yeah, you so. got the G League, the AHL. Yeah. Minor um, league baseball. Minor league baseball, of course. Yeah. 
So the big four, there's three of them that have it. And then you, even if in MLS you have like the Canadian Premier League as well, too, yeah. like you have those, like you have those offset. Let's leagues go too. Forge, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I got a kit. I got a Forge did FC you? kit. Of yeah, you did. yeah. I went to a game and they were selling last year's kits for ten dollars. So any any obscure league, I want to be a fan of. Yeah, let's go. Come I, I to the CPL. I might have to. Let's go. Ticket. Well, are, are, do they like GTA GTA teams or is it? Yeah, there's uh, York United. Okay. Uh, and then the Hamilton Forge. Okay. So. Come be a Forge fan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Why not? Allegiance to anything in Hamilton. Come on. Uh, I don't know. Do you go? Do you ever go to Bulldog games? Sometimes. Okay. Not often. What What's it like? Like, what's the atmosphere like? It was better when they were an AHL team for sure. Right. Uh, OHL, no one really cares about. And uh, did they play out of cops, or do they have another? They did. They're in Brantford now. Bradford, Brantford, Brantford. Okay. Yeah, because they're doing uh, Renos. Okay. On uh, cops for the next two years, apparently. Do you think? Do you think? I mean, I think you. I know the answer, but do you want Hamilton to have a team, NHL team? Yes, okay. I think. I think for competition-wise, and for going to games, right? Like, uh, you know, Leafs tickets are insane. Insane. Even for a bad team, you're paying two hundred dollars a seat. Right. But how long do you think? Even if they were to be awarded a team, how long before Hamilton becomes? Close to Toronto price. Oh, 10 years probably, I'd say. Uh, I feel like I feel like it'd be like season one. It might be quick because of the demand, but right. the people in Hamilton won't go then. That's yeah, a problem. But, well, yeah, but then you'll have, you'll have people like, uh, you know, argument's sake, let's say, uh, just outside. Like, I, I think people in Beamsville will be like, you know what, let's just fucking go. Yeah, for sure. You know, right. I think you get the, get the surrounding area. Right. The, the only problem is you're too close to Buffalo and too close to Toronto. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it'd be kind of cool just for Buffalo's sake, just to have a rival that's super close. Yeah, you yeah. Know, even though Toronto is, what, like 90 minutes, give or take? Yeah, about that. So, but I think it make it easy for travel, but then you have so many teams in the East, you need to push people to the West. Yeah, and then who do you put to the West? Is Columbus? Detroit again? Yeah, Detroit, Columbus. It's got to be one of those two. Right, because I guess... Unless you're going to expand into... I can't even think who's left out of... Um, Utah? Utah, yeah, the, the Utah Jazz on ice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Jazzy Ice... I don't. I don't have anything for that. Yeah, nice try. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get a job in branding, huh? I, yeah, I'm not. I'm in for marketing. No, that's okay. Nah, it's a tough world, you know. All right, so g- give me your perspective. What's going on with the Jays? They suck. They suck, right? Yeah, they need to fire Schneider. Do you think he's a problem? Uh, sure he seems to be the solution. He, th- I think the team's just tuned him out. Same thing with Keith on the Leafs. I think he, he, the team's just tuning him out. I, I think Vlad can't hit. You know. You know, is, is, so I, I've been listening to this this thread which is is vlad actually elite nope is he a good player yes yeah is he elite he's got to be more patient he's got to stop swinging at balls that are going towards third base <laughs> i what, what throws me for a loop is that was one of the things that they brought him up they they, they, they want to rush him up because oh he's got great um patience at the plate yeah not, but he hasn't really. He's had no. really one good season. That's it. He did have that season where he hit 40, right. which was 42. Insane. Youngest player ever to do it. I was at the game where he hit that. That was the last game of the season. Watching the scoreboard, see if the Yankees were going to lose, see if the Jays were making the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler from a year and a half ago. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's tough because you want to give him every benefit of the doubt just because of his bloodline. Right. But at the same time. But even if he's a really, even if he's a good player, like you have a, a good. You have a first good base. first baseman. Yeah. He's just not the power guy everyone thought he was going to be. Right. Yeah. And you know he, what is he still? He's like twenty three years old. Something like twenty four, something like that, somewhere in there. He's, yeah. He's young. He's got a lot of time right. left. So like two, three years, he might get more closer to the man body that he that he's going to eventually be. He's still a kid. Right. So you know, but still, you still got to sign him to see. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't let him walk. That's for sure. Because right. if you will let him walk, he's going to go crush it in Boston or something right. like that. Anyway, well, he wants to play anywhere but the Yankees. Exactly. But he just wants to be in Toronto. But the, the downside I see with with him staying in Toronto is we all we, we just treat these young guys like instant Hall of Famers. Yep. It's the same thing with the Leafs, though. Same thing with, exact yep. same thing with the, it is, like, it's a Toronto thing. Like, we were the other way for so long, where we signed guys just past their prime. Yeah, Neuendijk. Neuendijk, uh, Brian Leach. Yeah. Uh, like, Larry Murphy. Like, it started with Larry Murphy. That's when it started. O-Dog, yeah. yeah O-Dog. One season well, O-Dog. he still had good years ahead of him. Yeah. But well, he just didn't. Yeah, he just didn't. He just didn't. Yeah. Like, he had the trajectory. And Ron Francis, he Ron came Francis in for one year. Very late. Yeah, he was like 40 when he played, I think. Yeah, there, there's a handful of guys that, that, or, you know, even if you look at the Jays through the lean years, like, you had. Uh, Scott Rowland, yeah, Lyle Overbay, like you had all these guys. Uh, what's his name? 
third Reyes? baseman. Oh, third baseman? Yeah. Uh, right, Troy right, Glass. Right. Troy Glass, yeah. Um, Jose Reyes, yeah. R.A. Dickey, like all these guys that were supposed to be like still in their prime, kind of. Yeah, and not really. Not really. Picked that one season, man, where we traded for all those players and then Excellent. had the, the worst season of all time. Yeah. 15, yeah. R.A. Dickey coming in off of Cy Young and forgot how to throw a knuckleball. <laughs> yeah, the air is uh, much different here than yeah. it is. Uh, yeah. Because right, it's a dome? York. Yeah. It should be easier to throw it. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that make it easier for you? Yeah. I don't. I think the Jays are just in this weird, we've kind of believed our own hype, and we're yeah. stuck now. Yeah. The, the whole Vlad, it was a, that was a trailer, now it's the movie. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the, the flip side to that. Bo's on fire. I don't like Bo. You don't like him? I don't like him. You know, I, he's I, a really good second baseman. Yeah, but he hasn't played second base ever. So I, He's a know. terrible shortstop. He is a uh, okay shortstop, just like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter yeah. is an okay shortstop, and I think he is a borderline elite hitter. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. You know, but the but defense is just yeah, yeah. Defense isn't great. Like I well, think I, by twenty six he'll be a DH. Uh, if he keeps playing shortstop the way he's going to, and not being open to moving. Do you think they do what um, San Diego did with Tatis Jr. and move him to the outfield? Maybe because I'd give it a shot. I don't like. I don't. Know, I don't know if you'd do it, but why wouldn't you? Like, I don't think he's that bad as, as a shortstop. I think he boots it a little bit sometimes. He doesn't cover as much ground. He doesn't throw he, it good. You know. Yeah. What his throws are like? Uh, every um, every tenth throw is guaranteed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and guaranteed an extra base for the right. the base runner. But again, he makes up for it with the bats. I think so. I think I think you have something with Bo. I think Vladdy might be something. Springer, I'm still sold on. Like. I know it's because he's your doppelganger. You know what? You're not the first. I You're, won't be the last. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I went to I went to Jay's game. Oh, was it last? last you taking season. photos with people? I legit took a photo of someone. You look like George Springer. I will take it. Yeah. Can we get a photo? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm Jorge. We actually call him Jorge. Uh, I'm Jorge's older brother. Yeah. Juan. Juan. Yeah. Juan Springer. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So I'll take it. It's slightly heavier, slightly better looking, more handsome. Yeah. yeah. I was actually really good at baseball, but chose hairstyling because yeah. you know. Well, Girls, I don't know. No good excuse. <laughs> Getting back to my assessment of the Jays, though, I think I'm still still on Springer. I think Springer is a good addition to the team. I think me too. He's great. Great lead off when he's healthy. Of course, that's the issue. But you've got versatile guys that can play the outfield. Yeah, so like you got Biggio. You, you've got Biggio. Varsho who plays all three outfields. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kiermaier, Kiermaier, who's incredible. You know, Moving guy. him to right's a big move too because he doesn't have to cover as much ground. Yeah, I think that's important too. I, th- the ground coverage, I don't think, is a big deal. I was like, he will die for a ball all the time. That's the problem. You that's know, how that's he gets hurt. Yeah, right? Because he, I guess it is covering ground because he's diving to make up ground. But overall, I think that Springer is a great addition. I think Versho, he's just not in his groove yet. No, he'll you know? get there. He'll get there. And That's the problem with baseball. Is it's such a long season. Yeah, and, you know, it's adjustment from playing in southwest United States and then, like, you know, in Toronto. Yeah. Different climate. You're playing artificial turf. You're not playing outdoors. There's different factors, mm-hmm. so let's get used to that. Like, there's a lot of like a lot of things I like about it, and I, I'm still firm belief that Biggio will become an everyday player at some t- at some point. I think he has to. Yeah, right. Like he has to take that leap. He has. He's got the the pedigree, like you said. He's got the bloodline. He's good. He's clutch. Yeah. When he needs to hit a big Left hit, he's, bat, he's hitting. It. He's a lefty. Yeah. Yeah. So like there there's some benefits there. And the versatility is key. And he plays, he's like um, Ben Zobrist. Yeah. He plays every position and can do it well. Right. So. Yeah. So any, even, not, okay, so I don't mind him at first. I don't love him at first, but I, I don't mind him at first. I do like the fact that he he can cover second. I thought he would slide into that second base. He hasn't really. I don't mind him as an outfielder or just the fourth outfielder. Versatility kind of hit like, you know, he's a maybe 250 yeah. batter, I, you know, maybe. I don't. I, I like the team overall. Brandon Belt, even Brandon Belt, is another thing. It's like I don't know if I love Brandon Belt. I can't see him fitting in. He did. Get I like him. Hot. I like him. You like him? More? I like him. He's a leader. Okay. He's a hard ass American leader, and that's what we need because the so many pussies on the team. Yeah, the salsa squad. Now that they're broken up, is uh, is gone, and we needed some people who take it seriously. Some goddamn Americans. There's been too many times last season where we were getting blown out, and. The sunflower seeds, sunflower seeds, laughing, having a good right. time. It's like you guys should be pissed off. Yeah, but when you're getting blown out, the only thing you do is laugh. Sure, but you should also be pissed off. Yeah, you no know one wants to get blown out. Yeah, ever. But I, I remember hearing a stat about after a blowout loss, how well like the Jays have won every single game after a blowout. 
which is what you want, right? You want yeah, it's, it's good comeback, but I don't know. I like the I like the Kiermaier get. I like Brandon Belt. Yeah. Cool. How do you feel about the pitching overall? Uh, I when we started the season, I was like, this rotation is 100 percent solid and it's going to be perfect. And then Manoa forgot how to throw a ball, Manoa, or so it seems. Manoa didn't want to throw a ball. Yeah, that's what it seems. Well, you know, I thought that was interesting because you heard rumblings in the off season about I think it was Garrett Cole talking shit about his workout. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, I do more football style because he's you know from Florida, I guess. I don't know. That's a thing. And then when you saw him pitch, you're like, oh, he doesn't have it. Like he's missing something. Yeah. So I'm wondering if those football style workouts have been hurting him in the long run. They very well could be. It's just, it's wild to me because. Oh, what's up, Nana fam? Uh, Listen, uh, this is Anthony from the future uh, of this podcast recording, but the past from you hearing this, uh, we had a little bit of an audio error on this part. So there's a small, you know, edit. You can probably hear it in. Brad's uh, voice is getting a little staticky, but this is where we switch to mics. Everything's pretty smooth from here on. Uh, enjoy the show. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. The, the tea with the bird. Yeah. That that one on Halliday, I was like, okay, cool. I had just come in possession of a Roy Halliday signed baseball. Sweet. And I was like, mm, I'm feeling good. You know, uh, the patron state in the Toronto Blue Jays, Sir Roy Halliday, he's looking over me for this one. So I'm definitely going to go for it. 22 25 bucks can't remember what it was yeah i got the jersey and then i was cutting another buddy of our hair of uh another buddy of ours dustin i was cutting his hair and uh, i'm like you guys see this jersey that i bought james recommended that dh gate bullshit so i went for it and i showed it to him the blue jays across the front didn't really line up perfect a little bit more one side than the other the number on the back you know like uh when you see like an authentic jersey the number the name is flush it's perfectly. crisp yeah, yeah. these and ones are never a little wavy, little wavy yeah, never yeah, crisp yeah so i was like you gotta see this so we had a good laugh about it i'm like well listen in my mind james now owes me 24 25 bucks that's fair i'll collect for you yeah thank you Appreciate uh it. i will say though their nfl jerseys real good yeah but nfl jerseys are football jerseys and they're dog shit jerseys. They're dog shit. Easy to yeah easy exactly to Ho- their hockey jerseys are terrible right i used to buy from them all the time and I used to buy from them all the time, and yeah. now it's just, I won't do it. I'll spend the extra $100 and get a real jersey. I, yeah, I I think it's worth it. I know that a lot of times when you're buying jerseys, they are expensive, especially you're getting names on it. Yeah. You know, hockey jerseys, what is it, 250 bucks, 300 bucks? Or if you wait until they stop wearing the jersey, you get it for real cheap. I there got go. the, um, what was the Adidas ones that they did, the reverse retros? Oh, right. I got this year's for 100 bucks. Those are nice. Yeah, they're those, sweet. They're I way really, better than those shitty gray ones they wore the time before. Jersey, yeah. bullshit. I don't even know if they sold any of those. I don't think so. Oh, we uh, we went to a game and they were selling them for like 40 bucks and there was still racks of them. Yeah. Uh, a guy in our pool, I won't say his name, but he works for Adidas and he was like, yeah, the Leafs were, they were real, real specific on what they could and couldn't do with the, that first year. And I think because it botched so bad that they gave him a little bit more freedom to create the one that they did now, that arm, that band that comes across the shoulder. Yeah. I really like that. And those, so do I. Yeah, those uh, 70s and 80s Leaf jerseys, maybe early 90s. I think there's Gilmore's first year. Yeah. I think he wore them. I love the, the, that layout. I think, honestly, if you take that shitty gray one and turn that gray to white, right? that jersey looks perfect. It looks much better. Yeah. Much better, yeah. I uh, had a real hard time with, with those. It was awful, over, yeah. especially when you saw some of like the really good ones that came out. It was like, wow, what? What? Have we, <laughs> yeah. What did we do wrong here? How did we get this? The Florida one this year was really. Yep. I didn't love it, but the, the baby blue they, one, yeah, baby sweet, blue, loved palm. it. That that secondary logo with the hockey stick and the palm tree is great. Yep. You know, even the Phoenix both years had or Arizona both years had good ones. I love I love those jerseys. Yeah, like they have like they have constantly the best and worst jerseys always. Yeah, like everybody. Yeah, those maroon ones them. are. F- yeah, they disappear, but they they're terrible. Like, actually, kind of, the, the Howling Wolf one. Yeah, that one was sweet. Yeah, the the, the, the Gretzky coaching era one. Yeah, those were like they, those actually reminded me of like Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yep. so I, I I thought that was like a nice look. The, I thought they always had done a good job with. Most of them. Like, Minnesotas were amazing. Minnesota, they flipped the colors. Yeah. Brought back the North Star colors. Yeah. I, I liked a lot of those, too. I thought they were really good. We did a whole episode on, like, uh, jersey, like, ranking professional jerseys. And all those reverse reverse retros did a good job. Yeah. All, except all, for the Leafs. Except for the Leafs. Yeah. This year was okay. This year was good. I liked Dustin it Dustin got a uh, Giordano one. Yeah. With the, yeah, he put the uh, the uh, 
Boris Salming patch on it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I got one of those. I didn't yeah. put it on yet. But no, I, I, I got to put mine on my wall. I got a, here. got a collection of Leafs jerseys now. I've got uh, the outdoor classic one that they did last year in Hamilton. All right. Were you, were you at that game? Nope. I went to the OHL game the next day, and they were uh, selling them for half price, so I got nice. one. I went and got Spezza on the back. Okay. You know, you got to have a Spezza jersey. Yeah. I used, to, I used to work for the Ice Dogs when he played for the Ice Dogs. That's sweet. I actually have a Spezza Ice Dogs bobblehead somewhere. I actually have two of them, actually. They're probably in here, if I had to guess. No, no, this is this is a small fraction of the collection. Yeah, you're a nut with bobbleheads, eh? Yeah, I don't know how it happened. It just kind of happened. And then, like, the pandemic didn't help. But then I, like, became obsessive because yeah. I had something to do. And then I was trying to flip them. Oh, it's just like a... You know, there's this thing about collecting, right? Like, when you're collecting and then trading collecting collectibles, you, you start to form, like, a trade pile. Yeah. And the trade pile's like, oh, this is stuff that I don't really give a shit about. If someone wants it, they can make a deal happen with it. But then, like, you have to store your fucking trade pile. That's the problem, right? It's, yeah. It takes way too much space. I try, I try to liquidate as much as I could. I probably sold about 50 of my close to 150 of them that I had. That's sweet. Yeah. And you still have a ton of them. Yeah. It's like the ones here are just like, I try to like just do current players um, and then whatever. Like, I've got a whole box of this year's coming in and that's going to be, a, I'm going to have to figure out something else. It's just not enough space. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have a nice studio. The problem is, yeah. and where do you put all this stuff, right? Well, that's the other thing. And I, I spent too many years collecting shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Collecting, like, collections can be so difficult. Well, with me, got back into wrestling figures because I started oh, no. seeing figures of, oh, shit, I've ref this guy. I yeah, should buy yeah. a figure of it. That's I cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like, Man, I wish I didn't start doing that because now everybody that I've worked with is getting signed, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm out of space. But now, yeah, now everyone's getting signed that I've worked with, and it's like, I gotta buy these figures, and now I'm running out of wall space for yeah. them. And my fiance is like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you have another one of these guys?" Yeah, I have to. And we were just in the states on Saturday, and I saw a Brian Cage figure, and I was like, "Oh shit, I've done commentary on his match. He's at Lucha next week, so now I gotta buy this one too." She's like. Come on, man. Like, why, why did you make me stop at Walmart? Give, give me a number. Like, what, What's your number? I've probably got 100, 150 of them. Yeah. yeah, and it's still growing. Yeah. And then the problem now is like, oh, this is a sweet one, so you buy it. You have to buy it. And it's like, oh, it's just going to sit in a box. Yeah, and I have, like, do you remember the uh, McFarlane figures? Yeah. I have the first generation that aren't... Back when they were good? Yeah. Because now they still do, like, the sports figures, but they all have, like, the same generic face yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, they, They've gone, like... They, well, McFarlane got sold years ago to, like, Upper Deck or something. Yeah, like now that. the Upper Deck guys do yeah. it, and they do a terrible job. Yeah, well, yeah. The, I mean, Upper Deck... I, I love the quality of Upper Deck, but Upper Deck doesn't give a fuck about, like, collectors. Did you ever... There's a documentary that came out about, like, um, baseball cards, and they are talking about, like, Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr. That's uh, Stu Stone, right? I think so, yeah. That, that, he's, uh, I'm on shows with that guy all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's wild. They, yeah, they talk about, like, Upper Deck has no idea how many of those they actually printed. Which is crazy. That's so fucking crazy. And I was watching uh, King of Collectibles, uh, the whole... Um, I haven't seen that know, yet. It's on pretty, my to-watch list. Pretty awesome. They do this one about the LeBron triple patch, which is a patch from yeah. each of one of his championship runs. Or, sorry, each team, championship team. Nah, fuck. Each team each has won a championship. On. That's yeah. won a championship. Yeah. So like so Heat, Cavs, and Lakers. Uh, Lakers, and this is like a one of one. And they were saying like three. They were saying roughly three point five million. It doesn't end up selling for that. I think it's like two point something. It sells for, but still, like that's insane. Two million dollars. The guys who bought it, they spent a hundred and fifty bucks each to buy the case that it comes in. Yeah, and then they they flipped it. It's insane. It's all that stuff's insane. But car collecting, any collecting is. Is so crazy. It's fun, and like the thrill of the hunt is always there. Yes, but, but it, it's it's tough. It is tough, it's and tough. It, it adds up. And then space, like space, is the hardest one. And right now we're in this crazy market. So buying a larger, buying a house, buying a larger house is impossible. 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 Yeah. Impossible. And then on top of it being impossible, it's like okay, well now I have to etch out. Like you know, like you're you're you know you haven't had any kids yet that you know of, right? Not so, yet. Right. So when soon, that happens, hopefully. yeah, soon. Then you know all their shit takes up space. Yeah. Space becomes like the most important thing that you can have, and then and then also you have to store these in the right, like you have to have them in nice containers, preferably waterproof. Like yeah. don't, don't put it in a cardboard box. No, don't exactly, exactly. You know, Otherwise, they're gonna get crushed. ruined, exactly. or you're gonna drop it, and it's all gonna get damaged. And now, what now the cards are all damaged on the figures, and you're like, God damn it! I know with my McFarlane collection, 
I remember throwing them in a box and be like, whatever. If they're that valuable, even the shitty condition ones will be good. Exactly. I remember buying them fourteen ninety nine maybe at the time. I looked up during the pandemic. I was on um, eBay looking at the value. Yeah, fifteen ninety nine. Like it's it's basically the same price. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically worthless. Now I can't throw it out or get rid of it. You know, like I feel like if I get rid of it, that as I'll, soon as you get rid of it, there'll be like a boom spike. in the market. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem with collecting. That is a problem. It's, like, it's a gamble. Know. It's like the stock market, but with collectibles. And co- even when they say something's a collectible, like that's just bullshit. It's not really a collectible. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, now like, everything's a collectible. Yeah, you got you got to put a premium on it. It's such a mess. You don't know what's going to be they like. So I collect SGAs, which are stadium giveaways. Yep. And so like that's why the bobbleheads, like, because you know how much the number is, right? You know it's like ten thousand, twenty thousand, whatever it may be. So you know that there's that X amount. It's not like, uh, you know, Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr. where they <clears throat> probably printed a million of them. Yeah, of course. I think I have one, to be honest. Um, so when you look at, like, that factor, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of something that may have value, may not. I have to enjoy them enough that if they don't have value, I can be like, I still appreciate this collection, you know? So I think it's it's so tough to find something that who knows where the value might be. Yeah, and that's the thing with me. Like, now it's more collecting the guys who I've worked with. Right. You know? More, more like a sentimental. Yeah, idea. like, hey, I refereed this guy, and now he's signed to WWE or AEW. Right. I'll never see him again, but... You know, <laughs> you know I always think about... Um, for those who don't know, and I'll just quickly touch base, I met Brad through an independent um, wrestling league in Ontario, somewhere in Ontario, called Smash Wrestling, still running. Um, and we built a friendship over just seeing each other. Like, yeah, of course. And, uh, and then just got to know each other better, and... Now I consider you a friend, yeah, and of course. I think it's important that you know we've had this relationship for maybe six, seven years. It's got to be close, if not yeah. longer. I, yeah, I started with Smash in twenty thirteen, so ten years ago. Jesus, I just realized I've been in the wrestling business for ten years. There that's, you go. It's a mind fuck. <laughs> that's a moment. That's yeah. a moment. Um, yeah, and I think well, I, I my first Smash show would have been um, the one with uh, Hero and. AJ Styles. That was mine for mine too. Okay, so yeah. okay, so that's twenty thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Twenty either twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So I would have been. I guess I would have been married at that point. I think it was January twenty fourteen, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So whatever. So let's say roughly ten years. So yeah. So anyways, fast forward. I don't care where I was going to go with this. Oh, yeah. There you go. I remember one of those shows. Kevin Steen, right before he went in and went to the WWE, was there, and I had just heard him on the Stone Cold podcast. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny because he was talking about Sami Zayn and Kevin Kevin Steen was talking about, oh yeah, if you like if you like El Generico, then you might like Sami Zayn, da da da, and like all tongue in cheek. And so I see him outside of the area where you guys were performing, and I started, went up to him like, hey, I just heard you on the Stone Cold podcast. I thought it was like really funny. I really like that tongue in cheek thing you did with El Generico and Sami Zayn. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. And now you see this guy every Monday night yep. or whatever. And he's just like, he's one of the biggest stars in the company. Yep. It's so, and he was, I mean, he was really nice at the time too, but like, he just seems like a generally Just one guy. of the best people. Yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, I thought that was so cool. Like at that point, you know, you're seeing these guys who were, at that time, the WWE started signing all these independent guys. They were filling up NXT and getting that yep. going. So every month you'd see a guy and then like two months later he was He's gone, signed. signed, yeah. Yeah, it was such a hot time, you know? It's such a cool time to be part of the independent scene. It was, it was a lot of fun, a lot was, of fun. I gotta imagine, you probably worked with probably close to 100 guys who have all but not been signed. Yeah, I think so. I gotta imagine. I, I don't really keep a list, which is one of my bigger regrets. Well, I mean, um, you could just go look at the cards. Yeah, like, but like... You know, Gargano, Gargano, Chompa, the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. The Super Smash Bros. are signed. Yeah. Bobby Ryan, Bobby Ryan, is that, that's not a name. Bobby Roode? No. Live pop, live pop guy. Joey Ryan. Joey he's, Ryan. He's canceled. Oh, yeah. He's canceled. He's but canceled. is he ever coming back? No. What about the other guy? The um, umbrella guy. Uh, Marty Scroll. Yeah. He's also canceled, but he still gets booked in Ontario. Really? Yeah. Uh. It was up north in like, I want to say Sudbury the other day. Okay. A week ago or so. I mean, I don't. I I don't know all their. I know that. Ryan for a while, his was more messed up than. Yeah, his yeah. was fucked. Yeah, but I mean. Isn't isn't like isn't like the the best characters just like themselves turned up to eleven? It's the like, weirdest part, right? Yeah, and yeah. he did the whole sleazeball character. And yeah, it's like, oh, really well. Yeah, <laughs> really well. almost too well. Yeah. Now that almost we're, like he knew what he's doing. Now that we're looking in retrospect, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy to see the amount of people that like. Yeah. Have come oh, through. Cody. Cody's probably gonna be the biggest name too. I got Cody think. or the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, what the Bucks did, you know, with with Cody and 
Tony Khan. Like that was like the biggest thing. That was yeah. like, such an amazing thing. And I, I am like through and through a big AEW fan now. I oh I almost never watched WWE and I was you know such a sucker for that forever. Yeah. You know during the Attitude Era I was always more of a WWF guy. Me too. I, you know. Me too. I I think we were like a little bit more disconnected from WCW anyways just because it was impossible to watch. In yeah, it was on at like either midnight <laughs> yeah. on a Monday or like. 9 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, right. By that time, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the show from Monday was then on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Which made no sense. Yeah, right before auto racing or golf or something. Yeah, or right in between the two of them. Yeah, and it, it was like condensed into an hour show, mm-hmm. so you had no idea what was going on. But yeah, I just, I think, you know, i got to imagine all the years of Smash shows, you know, those names, they had some really big names come through. Hero, Joe. Hero. Oh, Joe, of course, yeah. I'm trying to think who else came through. Who was... Uh, well, uh, Champa was there. Um, the one that I think is, like, the biggest, like, uh, blue chipper to now become a major star has to be Jay White. I'd say so. I, I remember seeing Jay White, you know, he was, like, this lily white baby face. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't have anything that stuck, although his work rate was amazing. Yeah, but, had really nothing. Yeah, it really and had nothing. And then all of a sudden, he's then, leading the Bullet Club. Yeah, right? And I think what he's kind of refined his character now is so good and, like, so fluid in him. Yeah. That it's, I think he's just, like, amazing. Of course, Joe, like, oh, that ALS show was insane. Yeah. Yeah, and that was Joe and Hero. Hero, yeah. yeah. The, like, and then Hero did, like, that marathon match where you wrestled, like, Three and, two, and a half hours. There was just hours. a guy in, I want to say Alberta, named Mike, Michael Richard Blaze. Okay. And he just did an eight-hour thing. Yeah. That's for, for charity. That's Refto- or Wrestled a whole eight-hour match. That's insane. Insane. And won or lost? Well, I think it was, like, a gauntlet. Oh, okay. So, so probably won torture. some, lost some. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I look back so fondly as a fan of it. I, every time I talk to James or I had Dustin in a couple of months back, like it always kind of goes back to that kind of stuff. Of course. It's such a long lineage, you know, within our relationship. But when you look back at your 10 years at indie wrestling and, like, you know, you've been on the WWE Network. You've yep. done a lot of – I've followed your career and – from commentary, which I always enjoyed you on, now into refereeing. I know we talked about it years ago when you were here, before the studio was even built. Your career has, like, you've always been able to stay in it. So, like, give me give me some perspective. Like, what are some of your, like, either proud moments or guys that you've seen succeed or kind of crawl through the trenches? It's It's been a journey for sure. And it's, like, one of those things where, you know, I'm making money doing it and I'm having a great time. Uh, I just went, last year I went to the U.K., um, on vacation, paid all by wrestling money, which was awesome. So when? Um, so that's been fun. But you know, like I said, you cross paths with some huge names. Like next week, I'm on a show with Vikingo mm-hmm. and Gringo Loco, who's a big name on the indies right now. Uh, I worked at GCW earlier this year, yeah, which was that's insane. Because um, they're kind of like you know they're creeping up as like maybe the number three. I'd say number three. They're probably the hottest indie yeah. in uh, in the states right now, and they uh, did yeah. a show up here, and somehow I found my way onto that as one of like two people from Ontario. So that's that was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy some of the people I crossed by. I was in the locker room with, like, Zack Ryder. Yeah. And I was like, this guy was, like, my hero when totally. I was, like, 20. Totally. The champion. Yeah. Man. I loved his YouTube channel. I thought it was Me so Me too. Good. It was yeah. awesome. I was, was his, awesome. like, huge, biggest fan, huge fan oh, of him. Yeah. And then I just... couldn't wait till a new one dropped. Yeah. And I loved all, like, the, the jokes that he would make. Like, he's trying to climb a fence. He's like, I'm trying to get over. Or he's like, look, I can draw money. <laughs> yeah, and he's drawing yeah. the dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Such good stuff. Such good stuff. And, I mean, I, I really think what uh, Matt Cardona has done with his career is... It's remarkable. One, yeah, remarkable. He totally rebranded himself. He's he's probably one of the hottest guys on the Indies, I would imagine. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think his style really has... like he, he, he didn't change anything. Yeah. He does the exact same stuff he did when he was in the and, WWE. And he wasn't like super crisp with that stuff either. No. Like, you know, he was kind of like a little bit sloppy. He was like Billy Gunn 2.0 in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, good looking guy, good physique, could talk, you know, like, he do a lot of things right. The wrestling wasn't as, as crisp as I would like it, but... Everything else was very entertaining. Yeah. So that, that's all you need. And I love how he will troll and troll and troll, and people will just accept it. Yep. Like, yeah, it's part and of his gig. And he's just the biggest heel on the indies right yeah, now, and it's I love, incredible. Yeah, it, uh, you know, I, lo- I love how uh, the whole thing with Nick Gage, how he kind of took that title from Nick Gage yep. and really just owned it. I thought he just reintroduced himself and reinvented himself in one of the best ways I've ever seen. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but then, like, you think about... When WXW was here, I worked with Walter, who's right. now Gunther, the yep. Intercontinental Champion for the past year. One year, yeah. Uh, like, that was wild to be in there with him. 
uh, it's just like the, the 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 names just keep adding up that right. I've worked with, and it's like a month ago I refed the Bullet Club. So it's cool. like, how is this? How is this my life? Like Trent Seven. Yep. Is awesome. Just a lot mustache of fun. mountain. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, do you do you put out feelers like uh, I know that Forbidden Doors this weekend. Um, are you doing? Like, do you putting feelers out there? Are you of hoping they call or like? What, how does that work? Like, uh, you just get a guy's email and send off your resume and right. stuff, and like, I can hope do something you hear back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if Audrey Edwards is sick, yeah. I can definitely go. Exactly, in. Yeah. exactly. You know what's wild is my buddy does her um, eyebrow, uh, and I like extensions like a, essentially a tattoo, and he he has a salon in um, North Carolina. I guess I maybe she's based out of there. I don't know. I guess so. I thought she was out of Seattle, but I, I don't know. I don't. I think she's originally from there. I don't know what the case is, but he had posted all these photos of her in her in his salon, and I was like, "Holy, oh, Brad! How did his name is Bradley as well?" He goes, uh, "How did how did you pull this off?" He's like, "Man, I got backstage. I was at AEW. And that's so yeah, cool. Yeah, he's. I was like, man, that's like that's a cool pull. This guy's. He actually works the indie scene in the Carolinas as a manager. Um, you know, I don't think his work is like particularly good, but. I, he's just like such an entertaining guy and he's like a full-time hairstylist it blows my mind that's awesome and his gig isn't anything to do with hairstyling either he's not like some uh, what was that dude with the um, Bruce Beefcake no yeah yeah that's one of them but who who's the guy that uh, oh shoot Fandango the, yep. the manager the original manager that, those yeah guys. that's right yeah anyways I thought that was always like a cool tie-in you see these like you're, I think you're always amazed by like what a wrestling fan does in 9 to 5 because it very rarely like no, everybody's got another job. Yeah, 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 unless you're signed to a major company, you're you're you, doing you you're doing something to. Monday to Friday. Yeah. But also, like even like a wrestling fan, like so like I, so Dustin came by, got his haircut. He came in with this amazing Bret Hart uh, jacket, yeah, like a Hart Foundation jacket, and like everyone was looking at. Nobody in the salon knew what it was except for me, and I was like. Fucking eight. Like, yeah. Yes. He did sir. it just to pop you? Uh, for sure he did, dude. I'm the easiest pop. You just give me a little bit. One of my you might know him too, as well too. He was a smash hole for a while too. Uh, Stephen Fudge. He's a he's a buddy of mine. He's also a client of mine. Every, he, every time he comes in, he always comes in in a wrestling shirt. And every time he comes in, whatever it is, it always pops me. That's amazing. Oh, I love eight. I love small things like that. Like right. there's it's just such a weird like unspoken thing with wrestling fans where like if you see someone with a cool wrestling shirt you're gonna laugh and be like that's a sick shirt and if you have a, like a wrestling shirt that doesn't look like a wrestling shirt but someone else who's a wrestling fan realizes it even better we went to go get ice cream in town the other day and dude walked in you know like a younger guy super buff comes in wearing an NWO shirt as I'm walking by I take a big lick out of my ice cream cone I'm like too sweet brother and he's like thanks man I'm like yes I love, remind me after we're done I'm wearing a, a soccer jersey but it's a Bret Hart soccer jersey oh and that's the, pretty cool and it says sharpshooters across the front oh that's a good yeah, name yeah cool. I um yeah, I've always I've always loved like the black and pink on like Bret Hart's like so it's such an iconic it's totally right I don't know why the hitmen don't always wear that right like don't do a Bret Hart night do yeah. a Bret Hart all the time yeah, you saw it last last week with uh, Punk's return. Like the, all those guys were wearing the black and pink. Yeah, so, that's sweet. Yeah, I think you know you got to pay homage to the man as of well. Of course. Too. And they kind of got that, that thing that Sons of the Hitman kind of thing that they're doing. I don't know. Oh, I, I keep want to talk. I want to talk wrestling too, but I know like that's not like a big thing for the for our feed. But I want to talk a little bit about it. like. Tell me like your opinion about AEW because when I talk to Dustin, he like I don't I don't like his opinion on. it. I don't think it's very like I think it's really good. But like, give me your opinion on AEW. It has its highs and it has its lows. What they do good, they do really good, and what they do bad, they do real bad. What do you think they do bad? Like, There's just no long-term storytelling. I, I don't buy that. I think they have great long-term. I think they rush some some things, but I think we're also in this like WWE template where it's like, oh, I gotta have a three-month program. Like, you get one win, I'll get one win. That was a tiebreaker. You're gonna tell me, look me in the eye, and tell yeah. me the bloodline's not the most captivating story you've seen in pro wrestling ever. No, it's not. You're wrong. Also, I didn't really watch any of it. I only saw highlights. Like I said, I barely watched it. All right, anymore. there's a three-hour documentary on the network that'll catch you right up. Okay, so I loved the Kenny Omega belt collector gimmick. It was okay. What do you mean it was okay? It was okay. When's the last time you saw that? Never. Right. It's okay. Okay. Actually, I have seen it. Ultimo Dragon did it. Okay, yeah, fair, but you have to be a hardcore to know that, right? Like, There's that one picture of him hardcore. holding like a hundred uh, Yeah, right, yeah. It was like uh, when when uh, they did the um, the Pillars in Smash, yeah. right, when they had all those titles. Triple H did it. Did he? Yeah, he had all the belts. Kurt Angle did it in TNA. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, 
I don't know. None of those. None, the Triple H one doesn't want. Maybe well, Triple H just kept winning the belt. Right, yeah. But kind but of. Kurt a, Angle had all the belts in TNA at one point, except for the women's title. Uh-huh. He was the tag champions by himself. He had the exhibition <laughs> title, and he had the world title. I know. I thought that was really captivating. I'm kind of interested to see what they do with this, like, punk, um, uh, FTR, and maybe the boxing. It's never going to happen. You think it's never going to happen? It's never going to happen. I don't think they'll play ball with each other. I think in time. Like, I think. I think, I think like, they're leaving a lot of money on the table by not doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying, too, right? Like, maybe at Wembley, that'd be a good spot for it. I think that might be too soon. I think like you let it like, play out and just wait for the anticipation. Like, what's going to happen? Is it going to happen? Can it happen? Yeah, yeah, I can see that, too. But Wembley is not till September. That's, what, three months away? That's all you need. No, I think you let it, you, you, you draw it out. I mean, you tease it a couple times throughout the year. And then maybe, like, when, when is, uh, when is uh, All Out? September. Oh shit! Then never mind. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Wembley's in September. That's all in. Yeah, which they usually do. It's either all in or all out. Okay, so it's yeah. one of the okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that I thought the promo that he cut was okay. I, I thought there's gonna be more into that promo. Yeah, it was just another promo. It was all right. It was like it was, it was just a really. I want them to do Punk and Joe again, and that would be. That seems like that's what looks like that's what they're gonna do. I'd like it. Yeah, I I miss that whole ROH. I wasn't into ROH at all. I think all. the problem that I have right now is Collision is just. Guys who got fired from the WWE. That's, that's what, it. That's what it seemed like, right? Yeah. Look I, at look at who was on there. Every match had at least one guy who was right. former WWE. But, I mean, for 20 years, it was the only show in town. Sure. Right? But so. these are all guys who were released in the last, like, two years. No. Well, no, Miro, didn't he? He kind of was, like, one of the originals, was he not? No. AEW guys? He was there during the pandemic, but right. he was... Yeah, I mean, you're going to have that, too, right? Like, if you're going to be a name, you probably you probably came from there. I mean, if you're coming from New Japan, you probably have a bit of a name. Yeah. It's just, it, it doesn't make sense to me that you have all those guys on one show. You should spread them out. Because yeah. how is that elevating your guys? Yeah, I think I think what you have to have is, if, if they do do a brand split, which I don't know if, I don't like the idea of that, but if it's a brand split without the labeling of a brand split, uh, split maybe maybe it's better then i don't i don't know what the answer is yeah i'm excited to see time will tell i like what they're doing for the most part i just think sometimes it doesn't make sense you don't need a 100 falsies in every match yeah you know just... but that's kind of like isn't that kind of the climate of wrestling though sure a little okay. bit yeah so but you can't fault them for doing what's trendy in the you sport. don't need to hit a canadian destroyer in every match that is, I, you know what, I don't know why you have to have a Canadian destroyer in every match and someone fly through the, the middle rope every match to yep. attack somebody. What, what is that called? I don't know. Suicide what, dive. Suicide dive. What, isn't there another name for that? Tope suicida. To, tope suicida. Thank you. Which is I don't know. Spanish for <laughs> dive to the outside. Suicide dive. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds cooler. Yeah. And do do you need to give Jim Ross a job? Like, does he need a job anymore? Like, could no, he he, just, like, he should be talent relations. Or just like fade into sunset. Yeah. Because every, every time I hear him, I'm like, man, I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah, he, he sounds bored. He That's said, my biggest problem yeah. is they have a lot of kinks to work out with production. Like, I, I still feel like they don't do matches for TV. Like, you, you go to picture in picture and either nothing happens. Oh, yeah. Or everything happens in picture in picture. And, and then squinting you cut back and then they have like a double down. Like, do your double down during. Yeah. I also feel like they miss a whole bunch of big spots. Too. Yeah. 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 Like, what, the one that I think was, that registers the biggest to me is one of Cody's last matches against Sammy, and Sammy hits that huge swanton onto, onto the, from a giant ladder. Yeah, off the on, ladder. Yeah. And, and the they, camera just missed it. Yeah. They, they got like a, a half a second of it just to see Sammy destroy his spine. Yeah. Um, but then even in, in that, um, the one that they had last weekend on Collision, there was a, a spot with FTR where... Uh, dude drums off the rope. Um, axe, not axe. Um, Dax, not Dax. The uh, cash, cash. Thank you. He it's jumps. Dax and smash. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? It's demolition. That's who I'm th- not who I'm thinking of. But yeah, Dax and Cash, Axe and Smash. Is that why they did it? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's all coming together now. That's right. I'll teach you. You're things. inside. I'm outside. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. <laughs> what else is going on, my man? Not much, man. Just prepping to get married in. Uh, October. That's very exciting. Yeah. How do you like the wedding process? It's the a wedding lot. Planning? It is. It's a lot, but it's fun. Does she have a big family? No, uh, yes. She's Palestinian, so she's got a real big family. Yeah. So, what, now, what kind of, are you guys going blended style? Are you going all one way? Sorry, what? Are you guys going blended? So, like, you're going to have, like, 
Sorry, I did not hear you say blended. I had oh. no idea what word that was. Uh, okay. We're just doing like more of a like a traditional wedding. Okay. Yeah, nothing too crazy. So like like you, so, his what, what's your guest list like? We got a hundred people. That's good. That's yeah. a good number. Like yeah. in post pandemic world, like that's the number. Right? We didn't want anything bigger. You know, like there's some people who obviously aren't going to get invited, which sucks. Right. But at the same time, like I don't need to have a wedding with 500 people there. That's yeah. too many people. And it's expensive. It is. Even with a hundred people, it's like, how is this costing me this much money? Yeah, they love the the wedding industry loves to milk you because they know yeah. it's your big day. Of course, you know. Of course, and I don't blame them. I do the same thing. Right, you gotta but, capitalize a little bit. Of course. Yeah, we we our original guest list was over three hundred and sixty people. <sighs> too many. R- way too many. I had aunts and uncles I hadn't seen in twenty five years. I'm like, I'm not gonna invite them. I was like, you gotta invite. You at least try to invite. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm just gonna not invite them because. If I haven't talked to them at this point, they're not going to call me and be like, I'm disappointed you didn't invite me to your wedding. Yeah. They can suck exactly. my ass. Like, it's fine. Exactly. And that's the problem. Like, my mom was like, oh, we got to invite this one of my friends. And I was like, like sorry. <laughs> I don't <laughs> do think I, so. Do I, I have a hard cap of 110 in my building. Yeah. So. That's it. That's so, good. It's nice. It's nice because you can be honest with people. Yeah. And just be like, hey, we have a hard cap. Yeah. Sorry. That's exactly what we had, too. The, the yeah, 350. No, no. That was our original, <laughs> original guest list. And then uh, the facility that we were at in Oakville, they only allowed 225. Okay. Which we were far exceeded that. We were probably closer to 250, 260. But we had invited 225 people to the wedding. I think we had everybody show up. And then we had a handful of people who we told to come after like dinner just to party with us a little bit. Yeah. And that was pretty much okay, too. But uh, at the time, uh, you know, like... Uh, Victim of the time, Gangnam Style was like the biggest, biggest banger. Twenty twelve, right? Is that so, your first dance? <laughs> yeah, that's, our, that's our song. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing this song, and everybody is doing the, uh, you know, the, the the Gangnam Style dance to it. Yep. The floor is shaking. The tables. Now we're on the second floor of the harbor front in Oakville, and it's right around the corner from my house. Okay, yeah, I figured yeah. you'd know it, right? Yeah. So we, that's where we got married. We're on the second floor. Beautiful wall-to-wall windows. Yeah, scene it's gorgeous. Beautiful spot. We're doing game style dance. I don't know what the name of the dance is, but we're going at it. The tables are shaking. The ornaments on the table are doing like this. My mother-in-law is like, I see her in slow motion in the corner of my eye as I'm sweating through my whole suit. I'm doing the da 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 And I see my mother-in-law, you're dancing too much. She's like waving people off the dance floor. I see her right in slow motion, like a scene from like Vietnam movie or something. Too much dancing, the floor is shaking, the floor is shaking. <laughs> She's like waving people off. But we were like, we are way too, way too, way far, way too far gone. So that's the best. It is the best. That's, that's all I want. Yeah. I want to yeah. have a good party with my friends. That goes a long way. Drink too much. Yep, goes a long regret way. Regret it the next morning. Big question. Open bar? Yes. Out of course. Way to do it. You just got to pay it, right? You just got to pay it. Because if you have a cash bar, people are going to try to open that envelope, give me some money that's out problem. of there. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. problem. That's a big problem. If they, don't, if they know ahead of time it's an open bar, they might just be a little generous, put yeah. a extra in there for you. So Let's hope so. Yeah. Open bar, have to. Give me an idea. What is what is in 2020, 2024 you guys getting married? We're getting married in three months. So in 20, three months? Yeah, 2023. You're getting married at All In? No. No, you're all in. I'm all in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. damn. Yeah. Should you do that on purpose? No. Did it just have coincidence? Yeah, something like that. Fuck, man. Okay, give me an idea in 2023 what a 100% wedding call. You don't have to give me the number. Give me, give me a ballpark. Uh, it's more than you think. We Okay, so we were... 225, including her dress, I think, maybe not including her dress, we were at like 50 50 grand. So it's less than that. Okay, good. It's about half that. Yeah, I feel feel like that's probably right, yeah. Which is like, it's a lot, but it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's one day. Yeah, it's one day. It's an important day. You only get married once is what I keep saying, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully you only get married (laughs) once. Yeah, that's what they say, right? But you know, made a big, big deal of it. You know, you guys should marry me in, in Italy. So yeah, you guys were, you guys are very in love. Yeah, we are. I only see it from the gram, but from the gram, you look very in love. And we are absolutely. Yeah, She's good. a high school sweetheart. No way. Uh, yeah, I never, I never knew the origin. Story. I'll tell you the story. Okay. Cool. Uh, so we met. I was in grade ten. She was in grade nine. Okay. Uh, immediately, like Oakville. Yeah. Yeah. T. A. Blakelock represent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, immediately, just like had a connection. Yeah. And unfortunately, after that first year, she moved to uh, Hamilton, which I like to make this joke. When you were 16 years old, she may as well have moved to Antarctica because <laughs> I can't get to Hamilton. I, I don't have a car. I'm not riding my bike for four hours. The GO train doesn't go there from Oakville It to didn't. 
It, did, that it does? didn't. It does now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was like, I guess there's that. And then uh, just kind of drifted apart. Uh, during the pandemic, I saw she had a beer blog. Saw she posted a picture of Stone Cold's beer. So I okay. slid into the DMs. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, where the hell did you get this? <laughs> and then we just started talking. You're like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we should meet up for a beer. And the rest is history. Did you guys stone cold a beer together? Because it is one of my lifelong dreams to do that with somebody. I haven't yet, but maybe at the wedding. Okay. All right. I'll get a video of it. I would appreciate that. Yeah. Or if you want, I can show up at your wedding. We can do one together. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Getting married in Oakville? Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Right. Okay. Cheaper. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Nice little small boutique hotel. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Honeymoon right after? Uh, We're taking a mini moon. A uh, mini moon. Yeah, is this a new thing? Yeah, uh, it's well. We want to go back to Italy for right. the real honeymoon. Right. But we're spending so much money on the wedding right, that it's yeah. like let's just take off for four or five days, turn our phones off. Yeah, yeah. So we got a little Airbnb up in uh, Muskoka. Beautiful. So September's gonna be nice. October. Yeah. October's gonna be nice. Yeah. When in October? Thirteen. Oh, we got married on the seventh. We got married on the seventh. We're getting married on Friday the thirteenth. Oh, yeah. nice. We got married on Thanksgiving. We were giving thanks. Nice. One year to the day after I asked her to marry me. Really? Yeah, worked out really cool. well. That's cool. Mm. Oh, that for sure. Congratulations, my man. That is awesome. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, one of these bad boys right here. Yeah, it's been fun. It's. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It's happening really fast, and uh, you know. Let me ask you a question. Weird to say, fiance. It was. I don't think it's weird anymore. Um, now, because now you're used to it. And now you're gonna have to upgrade to wife. I've already you're empty. I've I've already been referring to her as my wife. So. Oh right, yeah. I'm pretty sure when I messaged you about this, I was like, "Yeah, the wife's away on business." Oh, so. you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So yeah. I can definitely come tonight. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it's it was weird at first, you know, especially like, "Hey, look, guys, this is my fiance." You know, like just trying to say it as much as possible. Right. To, uh, get used to it. Get used to it, but. No, it was fun. It was, uh, uh, it couldn't have been, we were actually talking about this the other day, like it couldn't have been more perfect if it was in a movie. Uh, so we had just, we flew into Italy, uh, so we did a trip last year, we did Dublin for a couple days, then we went to Cardiff, uh, my friend got married in Cardiff, and then we flew to Rome for five days. That's nice, yeah. So we flew in, landed at like midnight, went to sleep. I've, I'd been carrying this ring with me the, whole, the whole trip in my fanny pack, in like the hidden compartment. And you're, you're always kind of t- Every it. like five minutes, making sure it's still in there. Um, and so we did this tour. First morning we got to, to Rome, it's raining. I'm like, fuck, Mike, maybe today's not the day. Wait another day. I've already waited this long. <laughs> so it was pouring rain in the morning. We went out for lunch, went back to the hotel, booked a Coliseum and like Roman Forum tour. Okay. As we go to leave that, the sun comes out. It looks beautiful. We go through this whole tour. She found this like little archway in the Roman Forum. that she was like, yeah, I want to go over there and take a look because it looked really cool. And I was like, well, this is the perfect time. So as I get down on one knee, the church bells start ringing. Come on. I, I couldn't make I'm this up. It's goosebumps. Like, it was like 6 p.m., so it was like golden hour. So yeah. like the, the sun was setting. Church bells started ringing. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Really is forcing yeah. my hand. It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> and then as we were walking out of the, the forum, we had just danced in the hotel room in uh, Cardiff to the Elvis song, I Can't Help Falling in Love. Yeah, of course. And as we were walking out of the forum, there was a guy playing it on the street my god I, like again, I, again. I still get goosebumps saying about it it couldn't so have been more wild. like i said couldn't have been more perfect if it was scripted oh my god and so your whole thought process is i'm gonna do it on this trip at some point had no idea when right but you so you're like i'm carrying this 24 7 yeah. until i find the perfect perfect moment yeah i it knew found you i knew i wanted to do it in italy yeah and i knew i wanted to do it somewhere picturesque obviously right. oh, everyone wants sure. to do yeah, that for sure um so it worked out really, really well. I mean, it must have cost you a fortune to get that song played, the light just right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, like, people get your watch. I, I said 9.25, let's go. Jay, what time is sunset today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and I got to imagine she was taken by surprise. Did she have a feeling or? Uh, I think she might have had a feeling, but yeah. she had, like, I think she wanted it. But right. she had no idea it was actually going to happen. So she right. wasn't trying to be like, yeah, I hope it happens because you don't never want to let yourself down, right? Of course, yeah. Um, but I had this like little sleek wooden box. And as I dropped to one knee and pulled it out, she's like, what's happening? What's going on? Why do you have a little wooden box? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, shh, shh, shh. I was like, just let me open it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's actually not what you think. I'm yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah, but it was really good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, she was super surprised. I got to imagine phone calls home and everything like that. Now we didn't tell anybody until we got home. Come on now. Yeah. She wait, So how much longer did she have to wait before she told anybody? Uh, like four days. Oh, man. Yeah. She must have been just over the moon ready to tell somebody. No, she was happy. She wanted to enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Very yeah. good. Very yeah, good. It was good. Fuck my man, that is very impressive. Yeah, it, like I said, couldn't have been better if it was planned. Fuck. The guy was playing the song that we just randomly threw on to dance to the night before. Like, it's crazy. It is very picturesque. It sounds like a movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why life's a simulation or something like it that. It 100% is, yeah. right? There's always a glitch. Of course. You get that like, shaky eye thing every now and then. Your eye just shakes for no reason. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. Why is this happening? happening? Yeah, why is this happening? There's no, there's no evidence that that's ever happened in the history of the world. It's a definite simulation. My man, congratulations on the engagement. Congratulations Thank you, my on the win. Let's wrap this sucker off. We'll finish our drinks outside where the sun is gone, but. That's all right. Very picturesque in the background. That's it. I'll take this belt out. You know. Yeah, you can wear it at the wedding as well too. I might. I might walk down the aisle. Any traveling, anything, just please tag us in it. I'd love to have it. uh, Just showcased. uh, Whatever you do with it, if you want to wear it while you're refereeing a match, that probably won't go over too well. But I'll (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll put it in my gear bag and make sure I show everyone else off. The bookers are gonna come to you. You guys want to wrestle for this? (laughs) Like uh, Brad, uh, we're out of ideas for the main event. I got anything? You're like. Actually, it's funny you should ask. I got this championship belt right here. Have you here. ever had a championship ref? Ref a match? I think that'd be good. A championship, the championship ref. Championship ref. Yeah, new gimmick. I don't need. A You're gimmick. the best ref. Well, I already am. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need exactly. the gimmick. But now you got a belt to prove it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. All right. That's true. Uh, my man, congratulations. Thank you. Um, man. Good luck defending your title next year. Uh, it's not leaving. It's don't pick the Leafs. I'm going to tell you that up no, front. No, no kidding. Don't pick the Leafs to win the cup. Although there was a handful of guys who did it, which as soon as I put that in the spreadsheet, I could not stop laughing. Yeah, I don't understand why you would ever pick the Leafs. Also, to win. you were a fucking assassin in the group. You just peeking through group every now and then. <laughs> didn't add anything to it until you were like a lock to win. And you're like, hey guys, I'm here. Oh, my name's Brad. I'm the, the Brett Hart yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just, just like non-existent until the end but um you know ghost face killer that's, that's how it, it happens man i didn't want to talk too much shit and then get yeah well last place like, like last year <laughs> <laughs> did you go did you get last place i don't know i'm sure okay. one of the years i came in last place so i've been trying to talk to a bunch of shit to, uh, uh go back i think i have about six or seven years on spreadsheets all in the same file that i have i keep all the scores on i'm gonna award points so if there's like 12 guys in the pool uh, the winner gets 12 points, last place gets one point. Oh, so it's like Formula One. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't You should watch Formula One. I hear, I know, everybody's into it. I just, I don't know. I think, I feel like if I get into it now, it's just another thing on my already NBA, NHL, okay. MLB. But the SFL. races are at nine in the morning. So you Dude, can wake up and have a listen, beer. When you, when you, because if sports are on, it's okay to have drink. Kids, you will understand. I know. that nine a.m. beers don't work. Ah, they always work. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I, I go into this pool. So like the history of the pool, you know, if there's like probably through all the years, there's probably like ten guys who have always kind of been consistent with it. I like to do an overall standings. I think that'd be a fun thing. That'd to be sweet. Well. You know, you just got a whole bunch of points after winning this year, after years of being a very faithful. Donator to yep, the cause. 100%. I appreciate it. Um, take care of the belt. I will. You also get, uh, thanks to um, Undisputed Titles, they also give us a sack. You can put it in there. But something tells me you'll be wearing it most yeah, of the time. I'm going to just carry this wherever I go. I like it, brother. That's it. Please do. Please wear it with pride. I'm also going to give you any 30 hat as well to go with it. Sweet. All right, my man. Take care, brother. Be well. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Yes. Let's do this again. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been too, way too way long. Way too long. Way too long. This is the first time after 30 that I've been on the After 30 podcast. Oh, my God. Well, then you're definitely due. Yeah. <laughs>